Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Rick Roberts. This is a podcast that's sometimes all about reality television. And on this particular episode, we will be talking about reality TV. That's right, guys. We are going to go through the challenge cast list. We've got a new season debuting of the challenge on Wednesday. It's called Double Agents. And we're very pumped and we're excited to just go over each and every challenger that's going to be on this new season with you on the pod later and give you our thoughts. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, also, we are continuing to watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, so we will discuss that. We've got a fun quiz, a holiday quiz, to uh, I'm going to test Nick on later in the episode. And we have some big news about our fitness journey. But before we get into that, please take a moment right now to rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Write something nice. It makes our day. And if you want a little peek into our inner lives, join our Patreon. It's two extra episodes a month for five bucks. At this point, you can binge about a year's worth of Patreon episodes. And you get to see, um, I, I think, like... A little unfiltered version of us. It feels more real. At least that's what my mom says. Um, and this new December Patreon that's coming out in the next couple of days is a review of classic childhood movies. I had Nick watch one of my favorite movies growing up, and he's going to talk about it with me. And I watched one of his favorite movies growing up, and I'm going to give him my thoughts. That's right, Ash. It's a lot of fun over there on uh, the Patreon, realityblows.com forward slash. No, wait, realityblows.com. You can get everything. Patreon.com forward slash realityblows. You go straight to that Patreon, folks. So do it up. And if you want a sticker, uh, honestly, you probably shouldn't want a sticker right now from us. Well, um, you probably don't want mail. But if well, you yeah, do want have, mail. Have, if you do want mail, we'll send you a sticker. But we'll I send mean, you five. We, 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 under, we understand. You don't, want, you don't want mail from our house to yours right now. But you know what? We'll owe you one if that's the case. Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I think number one. We should probably go over, uh, what, what, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about our fitness journey. First? Yeah, I want to okay, get into ahead. it. I mean, you guys know that we are constantly trying to better ourselves. We're watching what we eat. We're trying to work out. But it has gotten very cold in New Jersey. And no one's going to the gym. At least no one in this house is going to the gym. And uh, doing any sort of exercises outside has become questionable as the wind is biting. Um, so Nick said to me, he said, Ashley, I need you to find me an elliptical on Facebook Marketplace. That's right. I am the queen of Facebook Marketplace. At this point, I have bought six things from there. So I said, babe, don't you worry. This is completely in my jurisdiction i have everything under control and i found us an elliptical for 50 bucks um we went over there it was like five minutes away from here we picked it up we brought it back it's sitting in the basement and nick what are your thoughts on this new machine that's entered our life well at first i really um when we got it into, i was excited by it um we picked it up the lady didn't have a mask on that's a whole nother story i'm not gonna get into uh that pissed me off so by the time that i got home i was kind of over it and then I got on I got on the elliptical and that really put the nail in the coffin as far as over it goes. Uh, I I couldn't believe that I'd ever be able to use this death trap. Um, it's uh, it's awful. It, it really feels awful when you get on it at first. It's um, not an elliptical like at the gym. No, I'm used to the gym's elliptical. That's number one. Number two, I haven't been on an elliptical in a long time. So it's tough to have my body adjust to do that in the first place. Number three, there's a big drop off from like a professional elliptical to one that you can afford for $50 at your house. You're it was originally 300 Still, I mean, I would imagine a real elliptical, like a like a gym elliptical is probably like 3000 Yeah, so it's, it's like, definitely in the thousands. You know what I mean? For sure. So uh, we got, I got on this thing just to try it out and it just, I mean, the jagged motion that you had to make in order to get this elliptical going was almost painful. Um, painful yeah. to look at, painful to try. You're not working up any sort of, um, what is the word, like a gliding motion? Yeah, there's, no, not, there's no momentum in gliding no motion. Momentum. Nothing is propelling you forward. You're doing everything on your own. So that motion itself is a tough motion to get when you don't have a, a little bit of weight uh, pushing you along. Um, so we kind of thought, oh, crap, this is a bust. We're not going to use this. And then one day, Nick, he laced up his shoes. He said, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to try it out. 
He ended up banging out 20 minutes on the elliptical, which is huge for this thing. I think 20 minutes on this elliptical is like 40 minutes on a gym elliptical. What do you think about that? I would. I think the gym elliptical for 40 minutes, I, I, I was getting um, much a much better workout. Okay, so you say no because to Micah. <laughs> well, because I, you know, with the elliptical, I put the, put the pressure up. Uh, yeah. F- you know, after a couple of minutes of going on a certain level, and then I put the level up, and it's harder to do. You know, so you're actually pushing the thing along. This, you're just having to, like, balance your own body weight for 20 minutes. And it's just, uh, to me, you could, you can, if you, the way that to make this smooth is to be really good at it. Mm. And you have to be pretty physically fit in order for this to feel and look like a smooth elliptical experience where you're kind of gliding. And I can get there, but you have to keep up such a momentum that it is incredibly hard to do for long periods of time. So I I can do it in maybe thirty second bursts at this point in my uh, in my uh, athletic uh, uh, journey mm-hmm. in the Homeschooling. basement. But um, and I, and it'll get and it'll get longer. And so I've done it. I've done it three days in a row now. Um, I've uh, my my timer is I watch one episode without commercials on Disney Plus of The Simpsons. And, uh, you know, what I do is I, I press play on the episode and then I kind of set myself up. And by the time the credits are over, I'm going. And then I stop when the credits show up again. And then it's a constant elliptical until then. So that's it's about 20 minutes. Those are 21 plus minutes uh, runtime from from beginning to absolute end on on uh, on Disney Plus. And so I figure there's like a minute of cool down and warm up um, and then uh, 20 minutes of pure death machine elliptical <laughs> so that's what i've been doing and uh, it's been good I, I like watching the simpsons because it's uh it's it's definitely the time i'm looking for but also i'm interested i can kind of immerse myself in a simpsons episode and sort of watch the cartoon or i can try to find the the different jokes that i like in the show there's a lot of stuff to keep my mind going mm. um and uh, not thinking about the fact that i'm in I, it looks as though i'm flailing and flopping about like a fish out of water on this elliptical for some of the time i'm getting better at it i am getting better at are it. you working up a sweat yes i am working well, up there a sweat. you go it is uh yesterday when i did it it was a little harder to work up a sweat because the both times i think i was kind of sweating already when i got on yeah the that's nice to start off with a sweat uh because i was like in, in a rush doing a bunch of things but i think after I, I was no i was in no rush i had just um uh heated i just turned on the oven uh to preheat to put in a uh a uh, sweet, sweet potato. potato. Right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to call it a yam, and I was like, is it a yam? Are those the same things? They're not. They are different. I, I don't know how. I, I don't know how they're different. I believe what I ate last night was a yam. Um, but yeah, uh, by the way, those sweet potatoes, I'll tell you something. They're, they're, they're wonderful. First of all, I got lied to. I got tricked into thinking that a sweet potato was like okay if you're like on a carb-free diet. Like, for some reason, something got in my head where it's just like, yeah, yeah, sweet potatoes. You can have those when you're on keto or when you're doing no carbs or when you're doing super low carbs. That's not true, I found out since then. My sister, Gabby, she's um knows more about, you know, uh, working out, definitely, and, and I think a little bit more about nutrition than I do. Um, and uh, I had mentioned something like that over the holiday. And she was like, oh, no, those are uh, people. People think that. But no, no, it's tons of tons of this type of shit. You want to hear the difference? They're good for you. They're really good for you. Yeah. They're They're full of nutrients. I mean, they fill you up, too. Nature's not making anything that colorful that's not going to have like some nutritional benefits. Anything that's a vibrant orange or red. You guys know. Put it in your body. You want to hear the difference between sweet potatoes and yams? Sure. It's a bunch of jargon. I don't understand. But they are different. Yams are a monocot. A plant having one embryonic seed leaf. And from the Diosorcracheo or yam family, sweet potatoes, often called yams, are a dicot, a plant having two embryonic seed leaves, and are from, are from the Convolocleo. I'm mispronouncing these, but you guys get the idea. Or Morning Glory family. So not only do you not know what the context is or, or the meaning of this is, but you also aren't pronouncing the words right. They're freaking different. <laughs> okay. They are different. So they're not just, um, they're not homonyms. No, wait, that's wrong. 
They're not um, just two. They're different, not interchangeable it's words. Not syntax. What? <laughs> so anyway, uh, I went. I, I I went back down there, and uh, for the third day in the row, I knocked it out on that elliptical. And uh, twenty minutes is is okay. I could tell that at this point in my journey, I can probably push it to thirty minutes, and it wouldn't be the most problem. And I would be probably a lot more worked out at 30 minutes so we'll see we'll see what happens today are you gonna do it every day are you gonna get buff is that the plan i don't think you get buff on this machine i think what this you machine, whittle down i think what this machine is for is to aid me in my weight loss and, whittling and get down. some cardio in there i want to buy a kettlebell i'd like to add a couple of kettlebell workouts to this to this thing the problem is is getting the thing i don't know where to get one really I, i'm afraid to to shop around in stores at the moment so I'm not really going inside uh, stores unless it's super essential situations. Uh, like yesterday when I had to hunt down a roasted chicken <laughs> for the two stupid dogs that live here. Because yeah. they eat roasters. Um, rather Can you than... imagine? So uh, yesterday, uh, the, the get this, the superfood town was out of roasters. Wow. That's the superfood town. I'm beginning to think that it's um, an, uh, a sarcastic name of this food town. Uh, there's a food town that is like one shopping center away from this Wegmans. Now, if you don't have a Wegmans near you, uh, Wegmans is kind of like a compound. Wegmans um, is incredible. And I, I have to say, I fought it when you first introduced the idea of Wegmans to me. I thought, I'm not going there. That sounds... Like, uh, I don't know, a conspiracy of some kind. It's just too big, and it's too full of delicious foods. Yeah, and they, they have uh, every food you'd ever want there, but also they have, like, an entire um, bakery section, an entire deli section, and an entire, you know. they But they... they like you can have people preparing things for you, you know. It's yeah, not Wegmans even, is knocking it out of the park. It's not just the guy with the with the smock on or whatever cutting meat. You know, it's like a f guy who's like, you know, got baking things and cooking things. So they have a whole section of that, and then they have just like a, like a shitty pizza place in there. You can just go into a shitty pizza place and order a pizza from Wegmans. But the problem is, is that Wegmans is usually like packed with people. And in this day and age, you're not trying to run into a Wegmans for a roaster. So Nick's been going to this super food town. But as he has said, it's not super. Uh, it's not super. <laughs> I'll tell you, the first time I went there, I was like, it was like a Saturday in the middle of the day and we needed to get something. And Ashley and I drove over there and uh, we were thinking about going to the Wegmans. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to go to the super food town because I think it's a little smaller. And I got to the super food town and there was like, 12 cars in the parking lot and i was like whoa this is great yeah i walked in with you and i think one of the signs that we should turn around was right in the entrance there was one of those um like coin dispenser like toy things you know what i mean they used to see in every grocery store where it'd be like eight different boxes and you can get like a sticky hand here and a gumball in here and a bouncy ball in there and the toys the caliber of toys that they had they looked like they hadn't been updated since about 2003 2005 everything looked dusty it looked like no it looked like it was a sort of artifact in a museum instead of something that was actually actually active to put your money in well let's be honest number one isn't there a coin shortage because of uh, that is true number two i mean ha have you seen anybody these machines anywhere lately and anybody using them no it did feel exciting it felt like a blast from the past and the idea of just like paying a quarter to touch something everybody else touches seems like a thing of the past so yeah i was like nick give me a quarter and he's like i ain't got no coins i ain't got no coins don't you know what year it is yeah, nobody really. has coins anymore and then ashley promptly went back to the car I was like, I'm out of here. So, this place sucks. Uh, but uh, that particular, this was not when I was looking for the roaster. This was, uh, we're talking about the first time I went to this food town. So I went in there and I did my little shitty shop. And, and there was a point when I got to like the one end of the, the, the super food town. It's just like there were more aisles with stuff, but they just roped them off. And they were just like, you can't go there into like the left part of the supermarket. And there was no one to say why. It just was a do not enter. And I was just like, but the stuff I want is on that side. It was they just roped it off and decided, now nah, we're shutting the uh, we're shutting the cereal aisle down. So there was no cleanup happening. There was no workers there. They just decided. I think there was a light bulb out, so it made it a little more dark, as if oh it was my like God. I don't know, like that part of the mall had been taken over by pirates or something. Like, and they were just like, stay out. 
But it was uh, completely bizarre and topped off to the point where I went over and uh, checked out. Um, they do not have a self-checkout at this place. Wow. They just don't have one. I think you entered a dimension into 1995, to be honest. I think you walked through a portal. I, I give this place two months. Two months before it shuts down. It's been like that for years. I don't know that for a fact. But then I go over to uh, check out and um, I, I go to use the card. And reader thing and I put my chip in and then the lady's like and I you know I, I was paying debit so I went to go put uh, my numbers in and the she's lady, like we don't take debit well the lady was like you gotta you gotta like punch it and so I was like because the buttons weren't working and I was like uh, okay so I like really pressed the buttons really hard you know I was trying to punch them in and then the lady's like no and then she kind of turned the re- the reader towards her and she just started punching it with her oh. fist <laughs> like to, my God. So it would like like it was an old tv set or something just slamming Jeez. it with her fist and then all of a sudden some bells went off and it worked and she was like there you go you gotta give it something and I go okay lady and then I left and I, uh, I went outside so this super food town I guess super doesn't necessarily mean good right no. and and that and that food town proves it but uh uh it's better than the Wegmans but anyway uh, I I it's not better than the Wegmans Wegmans is incredible you well, mean well, it's good it's it's a good substitute for the Wegmans if you don't want to get into the wild and wacky world of entering Wegmans and having to navigate all of that well I think it's better than the Wegmans what <laughs> I just think that the Wegmans to go inside of that Wegmans is to take your own life in your hands so to me I, I kind of find it I, I choose it over the Wegmans there's a stop and shop too folks um, and that stop and shop is you know not what? that great. If I've learned anything from dating you, it's that um, grocery stores are different in every region. So we're talking about stop and shop, super food towns, Wegmans. That uh, our listeners in the South are like, what is this? A food lion? A Harris Teeter? What is this? A Kroger? Okay, I'll put it to you like this, guys. Um, Wegmans is like a Harris Teeter. Food lion is like the stop and shop, and I would say. I would say that the superfood town is a piggly wiggly. Now, on that note, let's get into a little game I prepared. Are okay, you ready? Sure. Are you ready for, can we transition to this game? Please. Guys, I um, I wrote a game and I did it on a show. I did it on a, a Zoom show over the internet. And I will say that the contestants who played this game were confused um and i don't think it was necessarily as smooth as i had hoped so i want to quiz nick and i want to quiz you guys listening and i want to see um you know is this is this confusing or did i create a perfect game and those contestants just blew it that's what we're going to find out today what do you mean contestants and you were paid to do a thing what are you talking about so i was on a comedy zoom show where, um, you know, it was a variety show. There was magicians, comedians, musicians, puppeteers. If you wanted to watch, uh, you bought a ticket and got a secret link to this online show. And I came on, I, I wrote a game to do on the show. And beforehand, the host, the producer of the show was like, we can pull the audience and whoever wants to play the game, we can pull them up on the screen with you. But then when I went to tech day of the show, he was like, to make things easier, I just asked two of my friends to be contestants. And I was like, okay, well, it's good that we have these contestants ready to go because there's nothing worse than like wanting to play a game and no one wants to play, right? You wouldn't want that. But I was hoping to get people who had like a genuine interest in holiday movies. Because that's what the game is about. It's holiday movies. So I needed people who were like, oh, holiday movies. That is my shit. I know everything about holiday movies. Let's play. I'm going to win. That's what I was looking for is that kind of attitude. Um, because the game, like I said, it's hol- it's holiday movie based. So you need someone who's pumped about it. I'm hoping that the listener to this podcast loves holiday movies. I know Nick loves holiday movies. I mean, I like holiday movies when it's the holiday, sure. Yeah, you love holiday movies for each holiday. You're trying to always watch Halloween movies. You freaking love Easter movies. Easter movies are my favorite. <laughs> you love Flag Day you movies. Getting the Ten Commandments? <laughs> um, so I just wanted to quiz Nick on it and see how this goes. And you guys can play along at home. This will be fun. This will be an interactive thing. We've never done anything like this on Reality Blows, but I write games for NPR, so I might as well do one on my freaking podcast. Right, Nick? That is correct, Ashley. Let's 
Go to the game. This game is called Holiday Movies as 2020 Events. I have reimagined classic holiday movies as memorable 2020 events. I will read you a synopsis of this movie, and you will tell me either A, what the movie is, or B, what the 2020 event is. I'll give you an example right now to kick things off. This movie is about... An unbelievably tall man raised at the North Pole as one of Santa's helpers. He discovers he's human and decides to travel to Chicago to see if he can locate his final ring. He experiences the delight of human culture, being endorsed by Nike and hanging out with Dennis Rodman. Okay, so in that movie synopsis, the movie is... Slenderman. Elf. Elf. Will Ferrell, raised at the North Pole, discovers he's human, goes to experience human culture, find his dad. The 2020 event is... Slender Man? The Last Dance. Oh, okay. I get it. Michael Jordan's documentary. Or you said incredibly tall man, and all I thought of was Slender Man. Well, he's an incredibly tall man. How tall is Michael, Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan is A, incredibly tall, and Will Ferrell is A, B, incredibly tall, because he's surrounded by elves. So it fit for both of them. Okay, I see. That's how it was going. Okay, Um, so now we're playing for real. Here we go. Viewers, listeners at home, strap in. It's Christmas time, and this family is preparing for a seasonal celebration, but things never run smoothly and their continual bad luck is worsened by obnoxious family guests. Things come to a head when an invasive species measuring two inches makes its debut and empties their septic tank into the sewer. Fingers crossed the dad can manage these unwanted house guests in their slaughter phase while waiting for his Christmas bonus. What is the movie? Nick? The movie is Christmas Vacation. That's right. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. What gave it away? Uh, the uh, uh, emptying... Uh, uh, the septic tank into the pull, sewer. I, don't ask me to pull any details out of what you're saying. That's a, that. If you want this show to go dead end central, <laughs> just ask me to recall details from three minutes ago, three seconds ago. Um, yes, I, I got it through the context clues. Do you know what the event is? No. It's murder hornets arriving in the U.S. Yes, they are an invasive species measuring two inches who have a slaughter phase. They are definitely unwanted house guests. I don't know anything about murder hornets. How many people have they murdered in this country? I don't know if they've murdered anyone in the country, but I do know they arrived in the U.S. for the first time in 2020, and it was a big freaking deal. To me, I feel like you should get the name murder hornets after you murder a few people. That's a good point. So. I think I think what they're known for really is murdering bees. Oh, then who gives a shit? We do. We love bees. Oh, okay. Humans love bees. Not me. What do you got against bees? They sting you. You don't like honey? And every time I'm trying to have a f- goddamn picnic with all my friends, they come by, hey, what's going on? Can I have that potato salad? What about flowers? You like flowers? I hate them. Oh, my God. Okay, movie numero two. An eight-year-old troublemaker must protect himself from an invisible menace when he is asked to stay indoors by his government. Being inside is fun for a bit. Having a pizza all to himself, jumping on his parents' bed, and ordering shit online all day. But things quickly become monotonous and he is forced to trick out his own house into a makeshift office Podcast is podcasting studio and self help compound just to stay entertained. What's the movie? The movie is Deuce Bigelow European Gigolo. No, is it Home Alone? It's Home Alone. It's Home Alone. And what's the event? Is it being home? And some people are alone. Is it quarantine of twenty twenty? Yes. Wow. Good job. Babe. I got that by the pizza. Good job. The pizza? Didn't you, you get that? that? Yeah, he has a pizza all to himself in the movie. And also, we had pizzas all to ourselves <laughs> That's what I'm saying. in like, quarantine. I kind of feel like this has been the year of pizza. 
it really has been the year of pizza. That's a good way of describing it. I'll tell you, in the history books, that's how they should put it down. I know what I'm going to tell my grandkids. Oh, 2020 was so tough. I ate so many pizzas. Okay, you ready? I ate a pizza almost like every day <laughs> to myself. I had a kid. Sure, your grandmother was there, but I wouldn't let her eat my pizza. She got her own pizza. I had this kid in class on Saturday who was talking about how his dad bought him a journal to record the events of 2020 and how um, he it's empty because they've just been sitting at home watching the wall. Watching the wall. Yeah. Is that a movie? No, just like staring at the oh, wall. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, it's, here is our next movie synopsis. An angel is sent from heaven to help a desperately frustrated, suicidal, freckly young man by showing him what life would have been like if he never lived in Sussex. Always trying to make his grandmother happy, things take a turn when the gossip mags harass his actress wife. He wonders, would his loved ones be better off if he dropped his bangers and mash for avocado toast? Nick, what are you thinking? Uh, clearly, there's Brits involved. Uh, I'm going to say this is the, um, you know, Prince Harry and what's her name? Mm-hmm. And what, what's, who's the other Meghan one? Meghan Markle. <laughs> and they quit the royal family this year. Good job, babe. I'm glad I didn't go with who I thought her name was. Okay. Um, Condoleezza Rice. Uh, <laughs> this was the one that was first in my head. Why is that bad, Ash? Why? Because they're two pe- uh, people of color. I've mixed them up. I just I find that interesting. In An interesting mind, window into your mind. In my mind, Meghan Markle sounds like Condoleezza Rice in my head. Why? Why They're is just that? two names I've never heard ever. You know what I mean? Like Markle? What the hell is that? Yeah. Okay. Condoleezza? Come on now. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, what? What is the movie? Um, I have no idea what the movie is. An angel sent from heaven to help a desperately frustrated, suicidal young man. Showing him what his life would have been like if he never lived. Come on. Oh, An it's, a, it's a wonderful life. Yes, it's a wonderful life. Thank you. Thank you. How are we doing at home, folks? You guys playing along? You love it? You hate it? Okay, we've only got two more. This movie focuses on the events surrounding a crisis hotline slash private zoo on one crazy night during the Christmas holidays. A man with a mullet pursues his calling with a cast of unforgettable characters and expired meat. Navigating love triangles, Adam Sandler playing the ukulele and Madeline Kahn as a murderous widow. Will the mulleted man save his business before Christmas is over? Nick, can you name either the movie or the event? Uh, no. Okay, come on. It's a uh, a man who with a mullet who owns a private zoo. M- murderous widow. I'm sorry, I just don't have it. Nick. What? You know that this is a private zoo, murderous widow. No, don't got it. Mulleted man, expired no. meat. No. You didn't watch Tiger King with me? Love it. Tiger King. This is Tiger King. What? And the movie is Mixed Nuts. A movie that... Me, my, me and my dad have watched, we used to watch like every Christmas, and then I tried to show it to Nick to bring him into that, and it turns out he doesn't think it's a good movie. It's uh, Steve Martin, Adam Sandler, Madeline Kahn. It's a Christmas movie about um, a man who owns a crisis hotline and the events that occur over the holidays. Guys, check it out. It's called Mixed Nuts. It's from the 90s. I suppose they should watch it again, but uh, from what I recall, it's just not a good movie. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't know. I don't know if I love it for nostalgia or because I love the movie. It's one of those. I can't separate the two. It's kind of like, you know, once something becomes sort of a tradition, it's like, is it even good? Who knows? Is it about the ritual? I find it funny that that is something you guys watched. Why? Because there's so many movies out there. We it's watched Christmas that movies. one. And then my mom and I, we always watch The Waltons Homecoming, which you were going to watch this year. No way. Way, dude, strap in for not, some good old John Boy. Not after that fucking Swiss Family Robinson debacle. We're gonna talk about that on the um, on the Patreon, Swiss Family Robinson. Okay, here's the last one. When a nice old man who claims to be Santa Claus asks people to vote for him, chaos is caused by a department store's cruelly incompetent bitch ass president 
who attempts to discredit Kris Kringle's rightful win and send him to Bellevue. Luckily, a young lawyer decides to defend him by arguing in court that he is the real thing. Also, the post office plays a critical role. Do you know the movie? Miracle on 34th Street. That is correct. Do you know the event? The 2020 election? Yes. Good job, babe. Good freaking job. I got it from when you called the president bitch ass. Good job. So you did a lot better than the people who uh Yeah, what was going on there? What happened? I think they were I think they were overwhelmed by the fact they were on a show. You know what I mean? Like they saw Uh, themselves on the screen Uh, and and they were like, I this is not what I do. I'm not a fourteen people watching. I'm not a performer. Um and so I think that that caused them to uh kind of, you know, get clam up. Clam up, and um, also maybe the questions are a little more convoluted than they need to be. It's a little complicated. Yeah, well, I've learned a lesson, which is always run it past somebody before you put it up. How tall is Michael Jordan? 6'7", I'm going to guess. You take a guess. Uh, 6'4". 6'4". Okay, let's see. Say something into the mic while I find out. Uh, I I would rather be 6'4 than 6'7", I'll tell you that much. He's 6'6". Six, six. Okay, we almost split the difference. Well, Price is Right rules, you win. That is right. Mm, congrats. Um, so I guess when you say incredibly tall man, that's where I, I, I lost it. But then I heard he was hanging out with Dennis Rodman, so immediately I started thinking of, of uh, um, uh, Kim Jong-un. Oh, interesting. But that didn't happen this year. No, that was um, a few years ago. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, Ash. That was a fun game. I'm You're glad. quite welcome. I, I, I like my games a little simpler. Yes, and I, I think like, this is a little complicated. I like games where there aren't really answers. It's just meant to confuse. So, so this you part like of simpler it. games that are meant to confuse. Yeah. That's yeah, I like when you give an answer. And contradictory. Uh, I like when you give an answer and it's clearly the right answer, but what, what I'm saying, the answer really is, is a joke. Mm, right, it's, you like joke questions. I like joke questions. Yeah, like why am I the, like who's the bad, best podcast host and why is it me? Right. Yeah. Who's well, the best podcast host of Reality Blows, and why is that's it more of like obviously? A, that's more of like Ashley. a trick. That's more of a trick question. Okay. What would you like? Mine would be. It would be like, uh, um, what's the what? What do you use paper towels for? Um, clean up mess. Wrong. To shove in your stupid mouth. Oh. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a s- misdirection. Ah. Yes. At the end, uh, it to me, I don't know the the when when you reveal an answer to a a game show question, it's not as exciting to me as it is to some other people. Well, it's it depends on what you're in it for. If you're in it for information, then it's like, oh, well, that's interesting. Right. I'll remember that. I'll bring it up tonight at dinner with the wife. But if you're in it for a chuckle, then you're chuckle. like, oh, well. That's some useless info. What am I going to do with that? Didn't make me laugh. I'm in it for a chuckle. I go I go straight to the source for ins- information. Uh, and that is? Wikipedia. God. <laughs> See, there you go. I just did my game show thing for well, you. Well, that's fine. That's what I like. You're doing good. So um, what do you want to do? Do you want to talk about Dolly Parton right now? Let's talk about Dolly Parton and then okay. get into the challenge cast. Okay, we could do that. Okay. So uh, last night, um, Sunday night, there was a... Uh, uh, a special on CBS called A Holly Dolly Christmas. I think that Is the, it Dolly Holly? No, well, I think the the Dolly Parton the the CBS special was just called A Dolly Christmas. No, um, it was called A Holly Dolly Christmas. I recorded it. Are you Okay, well, The Holly Dolly Christmas is also the name of her new album. And then I guess it was called The Holly Dolly Christmas Special or something. Mm-hmm, I don't know, but it was mm-hmm. definitely A I, Holly Dolly Christmas, yeah, on CBS. I, I know it was Holly Dolly Christmas because I don't know about her new album and I would have never seen that anywhere else except for when I DVR'd it. Mm-hmm. So last night we watched it, um, and uh, this was a, my grandmother mentioned it to us, and we're like, oh, she watches a lot of CBS, so y- y- you know she's got the plug when it comes to... Uh, she knows what's up. She knows what's up on She knows CBS what's going programming. on on cable. That's right. And um, I guess that's not cable, right? That's... Uh, basic cable. Basic cable. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And then it turns out Ashley thought it was real cool because yeah. she was like, DVR that right for me now. Yep. We'll watch it tonight. And I was like, okay. So uh, we we did. We ended up watching it. And it was kind of cool. It was a interesting setup. Um, she was just like in a studio in Tennessee. And uh, she it was like a really dark um, kind of 
moody set, but like a Christmas set, and it was just her for the most part, and a lot of candles, and then there was a bench. A church pew. A church pew. Mm-hmm. and Right. It was set up like a church. That's right. what it was supposed to look like. Right. Because she was saying that it was mm-hmm. it reflected her, gran- her memories in her grandfather's church in right. Tennessee. So uh, Dolly Parton was just telling stories about uh, her life that kind of led into some of her uh, songs, um, some of them just kind of her classics. Some of them uh, off of, I guess, this new Christmas album, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ashley was uh, just uh, destroyed by it. I cried the entire time. I really did. I The black and white photos, the story of the Smoky Mountains. I mean, it's too close to home. It just made me think about my grandparents um, and made me miss being around them and made me miss going to Dollywood. When am I going to get to go to Dollywood again? It just got me really upset. And it, it also did fill me with love for Dolly Parton. So I don't know. I guess that's a success for her. I will buy the album or I'll stream it at least. I'll stream it on Apple Music. And Nick also told me that there's going to be a Dolly Parton Christmas movie coming out. It's out. It's out. I was asking you if you wanted to watch it after this. I want to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Um, also starring Christine Baranski. Uh, if you know her. Anyway, there's not much to say and, about this. And Treat Williams. About this special. But I guess if you have like kids, it would be good to watch it with them. And if you like Dolly Parton and if you want to feel some emotions. Nick, did you feel any emotions? I didn't feel any emotions. I thought it was okay. I thought some of the songs were boring. Let's we, we can leave that at that. But I have a question for you. Yeah. So when you're sitting there sobbing over this stuff, um, yeah. would you call this that you enjoyed it? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it because I do like to feel something. You know what you I mean? You looked like you were in pain. And then after at night, you were pretty much in pain. Yeah. Afterwards. Do I wish I hadn't seen it? That's a good question. Um, I think maybe if I could go back. I would not have watched it. You could turn back time. <laughs> if I could turn back time. Yeah. So Ashley, this is Ashley's endorsement. It's great. If I could, I'd remove <laughs> it from my fucking brain. Get it out of there. <sighs> yeah, because you just were really uh, pretty annihilated by it. I mean, yeah. it really shattered your entire world. It was upsetting. I mean, I loved it. I really loved it. But, <laughs> but it was but upsetting, it was upsetting. <laughs> because it was like touching on... You know, it made me think of my family, which I can't see. This is not a good portion of the podcast. Aww. Now I'm sad. Ashley's sad now. now. I'm see, sad. we can't even bring this up. All right, we'll, ch- we'll change the subject. But yeah. Guys, we just want to leave you with that endorsement. <laughs> if, you, if you're interested in just really not having a good day because uh, you're sad, watch that thing. It's great. Now we're going to take a quick break. When no we come break. back, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be going over the cast list for the challenge. See you in a few. Hey, folks, we are back. Okay, we are going to get into the cast preview for the upcoming season of The Challenge, season 36, Double Agents. Um, Ashley has uh, all of the names and pictures over there on her laptop, and uh, she's going to go through them and kind of talk about where they're from. Do you have where they're from, their feeder show? I do, yeah, for the rookies, for sure. Great, so let's just go over the rookies first. Okay, we can do rookies first. I would prefer to do veterans first. Here's the thing. I have nothing to say about the rookies. We're going to go, oh, I wonder if that person's going to be good, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then we're going to move on to the next rookie. The, The returning players we have knowledge about, so it might be more fun. We can have a little bit more of a discussion about their return okay well let's get into it um the first rookie we have to talk about is amber martinez from are you the one season eight come one come all um first off ecstatic that someone from are you the one has been cast in the challenge i think the last are you the one casting was cam and tori um tori deal and cam killer cam and so I'm excited that they're at least opening that door again. Amber was easily the most forgettable person from that show. So she wasn't the most forgettable, but she did do something where she like she like had a, like a really like intense relationship with a woman on that show. And then something happened where she like did not like that person anymore and like left somebody high and dry yeah. on that show. And was it Noor? There was something where happened where they had there was like a real, there was a, an, an exciting storyline. You're right. That season You're that right. Involved her, 
And I remember being like, oh, I feel bad for it. But towards the end, something about it where the way that she kind of played the follow-up to her relationship being destroyed made her look bad. Mm -hmm. And I cannot believe, I can't remember what it was. Um, I think she like seduced somebody who was already kind of in a relationship on a on a hammock. I mean, that happens quite a bit on that show. If you know yeah. But I remember being like, mm, I don't like Amber that much anymore. And yeah. She, and also to boot, she was the boring person and whoever the other person was in the relationship with her. She was the definitely not the exciting component. Of right. It. I, I found her to be fine. I found her to be fine there in the show. There are more fun people from that season that they could have grabbed. Yes. Um, um, if they wanted wanted to do it the sit um sure. would love a number one but sitting also jonathan would I oh feel my like god jonathan's very dramatic and i kind of feel like he would be wonderful on the show would love jonathan oh, oh by the way to be on uh are you the one um you have to be like an, a fitness model anyway so like everybody's fit yeah you know? it's like not like uh, uh can they handle it they might be able to handle the show um, yeah so, uh, all right, Amber, I'm excited that I know a person that is an incoming. That That's that's the exciting component here for me. I agree. I, I know agree. who this is, and they're coming in, and I have certain expectations, and also I'm like, I wonder how this will be. For the most part, I do not know the rest of the uh, rookies. Um, next up is Gabby Allen from Love Island Celebrity from Love Island and Celebrity Big Brother UK. I freaking know Gabby. She's from my favorite season of Love Island, season three. She dated the favorite. Um, and I just feel like Gabby was fine. She was fine on that season. That season was stack full of incredible incredible reality TV personalities. I'm talking about season three of Love Island UK. And I feel like Gabby was fine. She was a sweet girl. I don't really know what she's going to bring to this. I imagine she'll bring more sort of sweetness. I do know that she's like freaking fit as hell. But um, once again, this is somebody from a season full of stars, and I would rather see some other people. Who would you have rather been picked? or Kim. Mm-hmm. K E M for sure. Live. Kim. Kim. That's right. You have issues with Kim and Kim. Kim. I'm saying it. Kim. 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 There you go. Kim. Olivia. Live. Chris. Uh, right. I saw a little bit of this. This Would was, love this Chris. seemed like an interesting season. You loved this season. This was so. such a good season. I don't know who season. this person is. We'll hope for the best. You know, the Brits sometimes bring it on this show. So I'm excited by that. Well, I find it interesting that MTV has cast from Love Island UK before uh, most recently. Um, oh, shit. What was her name? X on the Peak, Georgia. Yes, they cast Georgia. Now, Georgia was probably the most exciting person on her season in terms of personality and you know just trying to have fun and like she definitely brought something to her season so i would think that that's what they were looking for with gabby gabby's like literally the safest choice from that season in terms of she does she's not going to rock any boats gabby's not going to get in any drama she's just really fit i think is what we go in i mean maybe she had a different arc on celebrity big brother if that's the case cool but on love island she was just kind of like nice and boring next up we have joseph allen from america's got talent this is the first time an america's got talent person has appeared on the challenge i don't watch the show and i don't know him but i'm excited that they're doing a crossover i heard he's got some talent they said that uh how hit the golden butt button on him i don't want to watch agt either i don't know i bet you this guy is a uh charismatic gentleman something yeah. tells me that this person is like Oh, he seems to be maybe he's a fit guy and, and he has a uh, he has a manager uh, and an agent that has gotten him into the world of uh, more reality television to maybe sell more of his music. But there's got to be a reason why MTV chose this guy. And I don't know. I would say let's look at his following. Maybe he's got millions and millions of followers. Um, who knows why they went to America's Got Talent for their for their pool here, but or for their ch choice here. Um yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Will the guy sing, maybe? Maybe he'll sing, and it'll be a fun aspect to the show. I bet you you'd just be like, oh, this is a really nice, handsome guy. I like this guy. Lolo Jones. Well, we all know Lolo Jones. Lolo I mean, Jones. Not any stranger to reality TV was on a, a Champs versus Pros season of the challenge and uh, also was on Celebrity Big Brother, and apparently she rocked. She made some waves on both 
Also I, a U.S. Olympian. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, who gives a shit about that? Um, you know, made waves, I think, on both. Uh, on on the challenge, she was kind of challenged um, where people were, like, coming at her. I forgot who she had some sort of... She had some sort of thing with, with another... With I think another it was Ashley Mitchell, maybe? Somebody. I don't know, but it, she... I didn't she, like. I she liked was emotionally her. volatile. She is emotionally volatile. Oh, and, and you know who it was? Who was it? it was the other Olympian who ended up being friends with Wes. Oh, and she's great. No one knows why. She, no one knows why we don't. She's not on the show anymore. Yeah, um, she was great because she got really into the strategy. Yes, part of it. Ah, I forgot her name. Who cares? But yeah, and apparently, which I've never seen it, but on her, uh, she was on Celebrity Big Brother. And apparently people hate her. Um, like, I've heard her reference as like, well, you can play like a Lolo Jones sort of way and like, you know, in like a in a derogatory sense. So um, I'm excited for Lolo to come back. Well, I'm excited She's locked to... and Lolo loaded. Um, but you know what I, I'm a little perturbed by? I'll tell you this, is that MTV has her listed as a rookie. But she was on the challenge Champs versus Pros. So that means MTV means doesn't think that Champs versus Pros is canon. It me I mean it's it's just if And I you think did, it should be counted. If you did one MTV show, one MTV season five years ago, and then you came back for another one, I don't know. I feel like that's you're still a We rookie. got people who are coming in on their second season who are considered vets. Fessy. Yeah. Jay. Fessy and Jay are vets because they got they went through this. I think Lolo, Lolo didn't Lolo, is a vet. Lolo hung out at a like uh, a, a a hotel and resort somewhere in California for nine days to shoot a television show. And there was like they were playing for charity or something. Like this is she is now needs this for her career. This is the challenge. You are now fighting for your life on Instagram forever to be on this show. So it's like, this is the show. If you're not on this thing, whatever this is, where you're in a compound for two months with people you barely know who are trying to kill you, uh, and then after the show, that's when the real drama begins. Like, this is the show. She's entered the universe. This is the Thunderdome. So I'm excited to see how she fares. I don't think well. Louise Hazel. Louise Hazel, great. Louise great. Hazel, get her on the freaking challenge. She's great. She was great. She picked up strategy immediately. Um, next up, we have Leo. Leo Rush. Leo, Leo Rush. Rush. Leo Rush. Leo Rush. He's a former WWE wrestler, and Nick. Um, Nick's excited about him. I'm excited for Leo Rush um, for two reasons. Number one, I know the guy beforehand. Because he is, he's been a professional wrestler since he was like a teenager, and uh, he was in the WWE for uh, a good while. So he's got a huge profile. Like, if you go check um, Instagram followers, I bet you he's right there at the top uh, with all these people. It's a good get for MTV. It, um, you know, people are going to want to see what Leo Rush is going to do on this physical competition who liked watching him physically compete in other forums. So I think this is good. He's also charismatic as hell. I mean, that's why he sort of left the WWE. He like demanded to be released from his contract, like in a kind of like a a baller ass way. Like uh, if I remember correctly, on on like so his social media, which is like rare. People who are not like super super superstars don't usually talk that way to the WWE uh, while they're still working with them. So, um, I'm excited about that. And also, if you go and watch this guy's highlights on YouTube. Um, because his name is Leo Rush as a as a pro wrestler, um, you can watch him. Like, and that's do, Leo L I O. You do. He's gonna. He's like a. You know. Uh, he's a pro wrestler who also should just be like an American Ninja Warrior. He's like a parkour guy. He he's does lots of flips. Lots of flips, jumpy things, really exciting. Um, he's going to be an an insane competitor to watch. Um, this is going to be an incredible season, I think, for competition. And um, I, I think no longer is CT a threat when it comes to competition out. in these shows. Get Even though he's on the show, like, I just don't think, I think they're just going to up it every single year. And I mean, we're going to get to it, but there's like an American, another sort of American Ninja Warrior style guy from a Beast Warrior or whatever the fuck it's called, who's like an insane specimen of like physicality. And so it's like things are, the, the bar has been raised a bit. And um, I'm excited to see Leo Rush here. And also, the second reason is because we watched his preview from last week. And 
he's getting into it physically with somebody on this show. Like, mm-hmm. some he's being tested because here's the problem. I imagine Leo Rush is like five six. Yeah. And so he's going to go next to these fessy gentlemen and he's going to look like a little guy. And I think uh, he's probably going to have that little guy chip on his shoulder stuff. All I know is in the preview, he said, I toss guys around like you for, for my business, um, you know, and, and in an angry way. So we're, I'm excited. I'm excited for Leo Rush. I, it's been rumored, by the way, for a couple seasons that he was going to be on this show. So I'm glad they finally worked out the deal. Next up is Michi Harris. Musician, ex on the beach, known for dating Black China. Known in this household as the first, being on the first season of Ex on the Beach that we bailed on midway. Um, not the only season. Not the, the first season of Ex on the no, Beach, no. but the, the, the season that, the first season that Nick and I bailed on. Yeah, where we were like, can't do it, never came we're back out. to it. That never was came season back. three, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm, Marie's season. And then the follow up season had uh, was X on the peak or love on the peak, whatever. Yeah. And uh, we bailed, we bailed on that. halfway through that. As well. Even though that was arguably much better. Yes, it was much better. Um, but Michi was on there. I remember when he came on there, he really just, I, we met, we probably quit not too far after that. Cause I don't remember this guy's personality at all. I only thing I remember is this guy really doesn't fit the mold as far as like who you would bring on. He, he's not a reality star. So yeah. it's like not working for me in that way. Um, and you know, he's just a, uh, they say he's a musician. I don't know. He's a handsome guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's probably very charismatic and he's gotten out there from his like uh, public relationships and, and, uh, whatnot. So I don't know the challenge. That's a big jump for this guy. Yeah. I I couldn't care less about. Okay. I just remember if, if I've watched you on a show and I can't walk away with anything memorable from it, even if I've only seen a couple episodes, you know, that's going to be an uphill battle for you in my heart, unfortunately. Something tells me he doesn't care, but we'll see. Next up is Natalie Anderson from Survivor Amazing and Amazing Race. We watched Natalie recently in Winners at War, and I'm super pumped for Natalie. I don't see how she's not going to win all of this. You know, it's great that Natalie's on this show at this point because she really had... Um, her profile was first of all she's a winner of she's a of, winner of survivor she won survivor a survivor season that i've yet to see but i'm gonna watch it um blood and, versus water yes one of those like the one third of them one, i think but uh so i i'm excited because her she, she she's really you know famous for the fact that she was in edge she was on edge of extinction yeah um from the first episode and got all the way to the final three of uh, season 40 winners at war. So, I mean, you got to see her be super physical and kick everybody's ass on the edge of extinction entire season. There was like a whole subplot dedicated to Natalie. So, um, and it was her struggling without much food or water and uh, competing and, and surviving and get, and she really did. She survived all the way to the end. Um, a great game played by Natalie, even though she got eliminated number one. So, um, made we'll it to see. the end, though. Made it to the end. I'm going to tell you this she's going to have a target on her back. That's the only thing that about is true. her is people are going to look at her and be like, well, I don't want to. I don't. She's a winner already. Yeah. She's a survivor. And we all watch her. We're all these um, reality people, especially now because the CBS MTV worlds are so crossed that um, they're all like super fans of every one of these shows. So there, I don't think there's going to be anybody on this, at least the Americans on this show to not know that Natalie is, is should have a target on her back. Rightfully. So, I mean, that's, it's going to be tough. I just hope she's not a first boot like she was on, uh, on survivor. Next up is Amber Borzotra. I might be saying that wrong. I'm surely saying that wrong from big brother. Sounds good to me. B O R Z O T. R-A. Borzotra. What else would you say? Amber Borzotra from Big Brother. Let's keep saying it. If we don't know it, let's keep saying it. That'll work. I don't know. I didn't see her season. No, season 16, I believe that's the first Cody Califiore season, I think. Ooh. I think. So I don't I don't know, though. Can't speak to it. But Big Brother people, there. there's more now. So Big Brother is a faction on this show. So we'll see what happens. All there. I know about Amber is that she's freaking gorgeous. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Um, next up, Nam Vo, 
SVO from the Ultimate Beastmaster. Yeah, this is the dude I'm talking about. Um, I mean, apparently this guy is, is a beast. So I, whenever they put somebody on from one of these shows, I'm like, how can this guy not win? But, you know, the way you do it is like this person is, you know, they're targeted. You yeah. Know, they, they don't, they, they don't they have a social game. They just keep getting game. thrown in do, over and over Will these again. people have social games? Natalie had to play a social game and win Survivor. So we know Natalie's got a social game. Yeah. W- will the AGT guy have a social game? I don't know. Will this Beastmaster guy have a social game? I don't know. Um, I just, I just don't know. Then the last is Olivia, otherwise known as Liv, Jawando from Shipwrecked. This is, the, I think, the second, possibly third person we're getting from Shipwrecked. You guys know Big T. Big T is from Shipwrecked. I still don't know what that show is. Is that like a Survivor show? I don't know. But everybody's know. hot? I don't know. I don't know what Shipwrecked is. But How about this? Big T didn't convince us to check out Shipwrecked. So. Yeah. I mean, we like Big T, but it's like... Uh, she's fine. I'm, it's good on the show. She's good on the show. And that's she's fine. good on the show, but she's not like... It's, we watched Jay, and we were like, we got to watch Jay's season of Survivor. Which, well, we were already, I think, were we into Survivor at that point? We were watching, we were watching Winners at yeah, War. Yeah, so we were, we were, we were, we had the itch. We did have the itch. That's true. I don't want to shit talk shipwrecked. It might be the best show in the world. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I just don't think it is. I don't know. Do we have some returning players? We do. Here are the vets. In no particular order. Anissa coming in for her 14th season. Cannot believe they keep bringing Anissa back. Good for Anissa. Where is Anissa? Right here. On MTV. Thank God. Uh, also, you're telling me that Anissa and Tori are going to have a challenge podcast. They are, yeah. I will, the official challenge podcast. I'm going to listen to that. Ashley Mitchell, eighth season, two-time champion. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ashley's like has had a real spotty track record, I feel like. She either goes home in the first couple of episodes or she stays till the end. Ashley's never a mid-season boot. I don't know why. So I'm interested to see what she does. I'm always pulling for Ashley. I find her entertaining. I think she's going to come in with a different strategy this year. Mm. We'll see. I think the strategy is going to be not to piss people off. I hope. Um, but that was her strategy last year. Yeah, but I think year. she's going to be like, okay, this year I'm really going to This actually, year I'm really, I'm really not going to piss gonna, people I'm off. I'm going to get around to the, I'm going to try and win. And you, the way you win these shows is you lay low to the very end and then you, and then you skyrocket. So that's it. Or you win every competition. Which is almost impossible. After that is Big T, third season. I'm not. I, I I'm I'm neutral in Big T. I yeah. feel like the fans. She's fun. People like her. Fun. People. She had a big moment last season. People liked it. So. Yeah. I I I don't I don't see her making any big moves. So and I don't see her physically dominating. So to me, I'm like, I don't know what you're doing here. To be honest, um, Corey is back for its eighth season. Corey Wharton. Always happy to see Corey. Had an arc last season all about doing this for his fam, and um, he didn't win. So just, hopefully he can get that win this year. You know, for some reason last season I was like, uh, we got really into Corey. Like, we thought it was his season. I knew it was bananas the whole time. Um, How? By just just feeling it. I could just feel. I could just feel it. I didn't know. No spoilers. I don't do spoilers. I could just feel it. And thankfully it was. We don't have him this season. So yeah. there you go. I'm very thankful um, for that. You know, that's worth it. That's worth the the win. Um, but uh, Corey, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's his season. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Well. But I just don't think so. I mean, he's got Fessy and he's got, um, uh, 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 you know, which we're going to talk about in a second. And um, he's got Nelson. He's got Nelson. Right. So uh, he's got a team here. You know, he's got a team. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see. see. After that, CT, 18th season. Yeah. 18th haven't season. been excited by a ct season in maybe i don't know eight seasons ct's not know. bringing anything to the table for me yeah, I, sure. I get that he's a challenge mascot and people like him being there and it's like ct but um he's not doing anything i need i need the last thing ct did was on champs versus pros when he was talking to that Terrell professional Owens. athlete T.O. yeah Terrell Owens, yep. And he had words with him. That was the last time I was like, damn, there's that CT I know. Bringing some drama, bringing some athletic beast mode and some quick cutting wit, you know? But I don't know. What's he done since then? Uh, he got married. You know what? Good for that. him. We watched that. We watched his special. Yeah. After that is Darrell Taylor, ninth season, four-time champion. Woo-hoo. 
this is big. He did come back recently, and he he got eliminated in the first episode. And he so, got eliminated in the first in episode. Yeah, Corey got to pick who they sent, who he sent home, and Corey picked Darrell. And he goes, "I'm sorry, but I have to pick you. I can't let you play. You will win." Because Darrell won his first, his four seasons, first four seasons. Yeah. I Those mean, seasons were not these seasons, and he was also 10 years. That's uh, true. He was maybe, much younger. Maybe 15 years uh, younger. I don't know. Who knows? We recapped point. Fresh Meat on the Patreon, and that was a season that Darrell shined in. And I will say the competition was. Week. not great it wasn't great and 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 but you know what uh it's it was fun to watch him uh, as sort of a primer for for this season to remember how great he was and you know he's also not the most dynamic entertainer yeah know, is that is thing. true he's a man of little words when it comes to he says funny these. shit in he does say, he does say funny confessionals shit because he really doesn't get he doesn't cut anybody any slack at yeah. all so I hope he comes with it, um, both with the physical and the talking. Devin Walker. Devin's, been a while. Yeah. Been a while. Uh, you guys From on, Are You The One? You guys on uh, Devin's um, OnlyFans? Who's over there checking that out? Does what's Devin what's on there? I think he does. On I think, OnlyFans? I think, I think I heard he does. I, I'm curious to know what is on that OnlyFans. I'm not that curious, but curious enough for have to have somebody tell me about it. Um, so write in. Um, but... Yeah, Devin's back. It's been a while, right? Yeah, last time we saw him, he was going head-to-head with Bananas outside in the rain. Very glad that Bananas isn't there for him to try and make a storyline off of. I felt that was the demise of Devin. I thought Devin was really uh, interesting and dynamic and fun to watch. And although his planning and his strategy never really panned out, I like that he goes for it. I like that him and Wes are both on the same season. I think that's going to be sort of interesting. Mm. They have sort of a love-hate relationship with one another where Devin just is trying to be Wes and uh, and and uh, Wes calls him out on it. And um, who knows? Maybe that'll make... I'm sure they talked. Um, yeah. Knowing Wes, I'm sure they talked. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. But um, we he's not a great physical um, uh, performer. Uh, and he's, he's, I don't know. I can go either way sometimes on Devin. Sometimes Devin's my favorite on the show. And sometimes I'm like repulsed by him. I'm telling you, you've never seen his, are you the one? Yeah. He's got three. an epic. Are you the one? He's, he is maybe my favorite. Are you the one, uh, character of all time on that show based mm. on what he did? He was the worst guy on that show. He's actually a nicer, nor- more normal person on the challenge. I would love to watch that season because that's Amanda, Hunter, and Nelson's season, right? And Britney's? Maybe. Yeah, that wow. might be fun. That might be fun. We may they were go- really pulling from Are You the One back then. Yeah, we can probably watch that on the CBS All Access. I'd love to. I, I, Should I, we do it for the Patreon? Maybe I'll pull the trigger on that and take a look. Yeah, who knows? Fessy's back. Fessy's back. So is Jay. Back again. So Bessie and Jay, Jay are back. They had their debut last season. Not much to say about them besides that we're excited to see them. Fessy, obviously, looking like a big threat. Very pumped Jay's back. Uh, he left last season in a way that uh, we nobody wanted to see with a strange broken arm or something. Um, yeah, we're all fans of Jay we in love this house. Jay, so. um, Josh is back, thank God, for season. Josh, uh, no, no words to say here except our favorite challenger of all time. People hate Josh on the internet, but we I don't. Love we love Josh. I love Josh. Um, Cam Williams. Cam, another person who is an all-timer in this household. Very excited that she's back. Also, Leroy is back as well. Uh, this is uh, going to be an interesting situation. They are like living together. They are like full-on like partners with They're one couple. another. They're a couple. They, they are a couple. Signed and, a lease. Uh, and they seem to be currently at this point extremely happy with uh, the relationship, signing leases to places. That might just bode well for how they do on this game. I, I at least the fact that they're not going to break up and and Thank have God. It be real awkward. I I hope they're a super tight force, and I hope that helps the both of them get to the promised land. Casey is back. Um, hopefully, we get to know Casey a little bit more. Casey, Good. I'm excited by her physical prowess. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, she does not have much of a social game, although she had the thing with Nani, and Nani is also back. Nani's back, and I'm excited that Nani and Casey are both in the same house. Yeah, okay? what's gonna not for any perverted reasons, but for reasons of the fact that that was a huge thing in the uh, reunion was was the the fallout and the blowout of the Nani uh, Bailey Casey situation. So 
Bailey not on this cast, but still, I'm hoping that there's just a, a little bit of um, a it little was bit a of major storyline. Yeah. So will that storyline continue? Kyle Christie is back. Like Kyle's Kyle, back. you forget he got second last season, third overall. So. You know what? He's made it to multiple finals. Yeah, he made it into the final and final reckoning. He made it to this final. You forget that Kyle makes it to finals. Well, you know they uh, when we were watching this player preview or this preview on uh, MTV, it wasn't really a player preview, but um, they had a uh, look. You know, we were watching. Uh, you know, it's like you think Kyle and and. Um, bananas right that's how kyle got so far last season they're like well what's gonna happen since bananas is not here and it's just like you see this little preview and it's just immediately just him and ct and i'm like well he just goes to the other <laughs> you know what i mean like ct not as good as a player as johnny bananas is the problem so will his friends will he have enough friends there that will outweigh the the people that want him dead uh you know like people hate him you know on that sh- on this show and so i kind of feel like you're gonna get like a a fessy Corey Nelson booting this guy pretty quickly. Mm. I don't think they like him. Mm. Um, we mentioned that Nani is going to be back. Right, Nelson Nani back, is... smoking ass Nani. Nelson. Um, we mentioned that Wes is going to be back, which is going to be great. We mentioned Leroy is going to be back. Um, I assumed if we talked about him, you don't have to mention them again. I'm just going through the <laughs> list. And then we've got, after that, the three people we haven't mentioned are Tori Deal, Coming back for her fifth season without Jordan. Without Jordan. That's the big story headline there. That's the big headline. Excited to see what she's like without Jordan. We got Nicole Zanata. Why? I'm excited for this. What do I have to do? The messiest, worst person on television. To not have to ever hear Nicole say peanut butter again. Peanut butter. Um, And then someone you're excited about, Teresa Gonzalez. I mean, I'm not excited about it except for the fact that she was uh, an old schooler. And I like the old schoolers. She, you know. Once again, she was good. She wasn't the best, but she was good. We'll see. Folks, that has been the show. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're checking us out on Thursday when we actually do the episode one recap. Uh, Until then, uh, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye.